0: I've been reflecting on the confusing case of the transmission gully toll on the road that's been built there will be finished by 2020. Now, it's quite simple, I don't agree with it. As I said yesterday, I think you can't just slap on a toll unless you've signalled it from the start of the project. Which, by the way, they had the chance to do. Did you know that Wellingtonians were surveyed to find out whether they would mind a toll, which would have sped the project up, and it could have been delivered by 2006. And you know what? Wellingtonians were fine with that. But the powers that be ignored it and ended up funding it normally themselves. So surely that's that. A decision was made and now we're about to get the road paid for without a toll. By the way, it's now 14 years late. But now the NZTA and the tra- and uh, Transit New Zealand and the Minister, all the, all, all the powers that be, are considering tolling because they don't want too many people to use the toll road. Now let's, let's get back to basics here. Here's the thing. Transmission Gully is there for a couple of reasons. It's to relieve the suburbs of Parramatta, Plymouth, Pukirua Bay and Paikakariki that currently have a two-lane state highway right through the middle of them. It's also necessary because it provides a third route out of Wellington which could have easily found itself isolated in the event of a natural disaster. The existing State Highway 1, though, from the city to Pōtirua is just fine. It's actually going to be faster to get to Potirua on that road than in Transmission Gully. It will be continued to be used as much as ever. The only people who will suddenly see the car as a cheaper way of getting into town than public transport will be the people on the Kapiti Coast. And to me, that doesn't seem like enough people to warrant a toll for all. You actually have to wonder whether anyone in Transit New Zealand or the government actually drive around the place with their brain engaged. You know, if you toll Transmission Gully, you actually run the risk of no one using it at all. And what a wonderful waste of $850 million that would be. And if you want a precedent for this, look at the K Road, the Tolled K Road in Tauranga. Now many have said that this whole thing was part of a plot to get you out of your car. I think you actually credit these people with far too much intelligence. It was actually just plain stupidity. It highlights how both the regulators and the public somehow comprehend that travelling by car is so much cheaper than public transport. You know, if you used to train from Umu to work in town, will it become cheaper to do all this with transmission gully to take a car? Well, actually, I doubt it. Once you factor in the real costs, the petrol, the running costs, the depreciation, the daily need and cost to find a car park at your destination, and don't forget all your tax dollars and rates to pay for the maintenance of now two roads, transmission gully, and yes, the point of ratepayers are going to have to pay for the old state highway. So, now all of that said, can I just say the transmission gully project will be a revolution for the Kapiti Coast. Honestly, with the greater ease for casual and business trips to the coast and back, Who wouldn't want to live beachside and pop into town from time to time and vice versa? I can actually see many head officers deciding to make the move from Wellington to Kapiti Coast. Maybe Air Chatham's decision to to service that airport will prove to be even more brilliant than we think. And I'd have to say to Kapiti, start building up because there's a boom time coming and your days as a sleepy batch town, a group of them, are coming to an end.